Welcome to Investor Talk Radio, hosted by Kurt Davis. During the show, Kurt will share tips and strategies as well as guest interviews on how you can become a successful real estate investor. Kurt Davis was a former chef for 11 years until one day had the opportunity to take a leap of faith, left cooking, and became a full-time real estate investor. Kurt has been building his personal portfolio of rental property and at the same time has helped over 500 investors around the globe purchase cash-flowing rental properties. He is a licensed realtor who has achieved multi-million dollar club status, and he is also very active in the local real estate investment club. And now, here is your host, Kurt Davis. Hello, and welcome to another edition of Investor Talk Radio. I'm your host, Kurt Davis, and joining me today in the studio is Michael Hayes. Michael, welcome to the show. Hey, how's it going? Good to be here. Fantastic. Listen, I've been uh, trying to get you into the studio here for a while, so I appreciate you taking the time to come on in today. I know you're very busy, but um, you know, before we kind of talk a lot about the real estate and, and what you've been doing in real estate, um, maybe tell us a little bit about yourself. Okay, um, I'm originally from Memphis, Tennessee. Been here all my life. Um, married, happily married, going into my second year of marriage, um, and I'm actually going into my fourth year of uh, teaching for Shelby County Schools full time. Uh, but of course, trying to make real estate my full time job officially. <laughs> Fantastic. Now, now you, you said you've been a, you're a teacher here locally, correct? Right. For mm-hmm. four years. Four years. Going into my fourth year now. Do you enjoy it? I do. Um, it has its, its ups and downs, you know, good days, bad days. Sure, sure, absolutely. Um, when did you first become interested in real estate investing? It's been a while, maybe ever since uh, elementary school. I mean, my family, they've been into it for uh, quite a while. You know, my, my parents, they, they did rental properties for a while. They, um, they've done a couple of flips, but eventually they, they kind of got, a, got out of that business and um, put their efforts towards towards my father's um, full-time job he runs a um, a car repair shop does he still um, does he still run a shop he does he, he's been in business for a long time yeah okay a long time so you've you've ba- so basically from what, what you're saying is, is you've been familiar and you've been around real estate in some fashion right since you were a little kid right and you know not not only that my sister she's a, a real estate agent she has her own business uh, my brother is also affiliated with the business as a real estate agent so I've been exposed to it for quite a while. That's great. That's great. Do you uh, do you ever collaborate with your uh, brothers and sisters at all in any real estate yet? I do, or I have. Um, they're actually on my buyers list, uh, on my wholesale buyers list. So um, they they always look at my deals whenever I have something coming in. Um, and of course, I you know whenever I have a question, I go to them first because you know they've been doing it for a while, and um, you know they always tell me straight up, you know. Whatever, whatever it is, I need to know. Sure, absolutely. Now, now I know that you said that you're married. Is your is your wife involved in the business with you on on any level, or or if she is not, is she very supportive? She is. She's involved and she is supportive. Um, you know, whenever I need something done, um, you know, going around to different houses, taking pictures, um, writing down addresses for me, um, you know, getting on the computer, looking up comps, um, you know, different different things. Um, she's new to the world of real estate, but uh, she's learning quickly, so hopefully she'll you know become a um, a bigger partner, I guess, in in growing the business with me. Sure, sure, absolutely. Um, now, just like you mentioned just a minute ago, you are a full time teacher. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, typically you've got a couple months off in the summer for summer break, and right. I'm assuming that you've been very busy in your real estate business. 
what are some of the goals maybe or some of the reasons why you decided to really get involved in doing this? Because I know that you're probably not looking for another full-time job that technically doesn't pay, right? right? Of course. I mean, what, what are some of, the, some, of, some of your reasons why you're doing this? Uh, well, you know, like I said, um, at first, I've, I've always been interested in real estate, and I've actually um, owned rental properties in the past, um, around 2008, 2009, when I was still in college and right after college. Um, I got to the point where I had three units, two houses, and one condominium. Um, but I was doing everything incorrectly. Uh, you know, I would I would take the rent and, you know, I wouldn't set aside um, an amount for repairs or, you know, the amounts for, for a vacancy or, you know, I just didn't really have all the knowledge that I have now. So um, I went ahead and sold, um, you know, I, I went through a couple other jobs, uh, worked at a bank for a while, taught, you know, still teaching now. But um, you know, just through, you know, speaking with you and other people, um, you know, within Memphis Investors Group, other investors around the city, you know, I have a lot more knowledge now. So, um, you know, I'm back in the ring trying to do it the correct way. Sure, sure. I mean, and, and maybe just to touch just a, just very briefly left on the on the maybe like the goals or reasons why. I mean, are you are you looking to do this maybe because you would like to replace your full time teaching income and maybe step away from teaching to oh. Do I this would definitely, um, you know, real estate. That's a passion. So, I would, you know, love to do that full time. You know, maybe um, eventually get into into the um, the process of collecting buy and hold properties, or uh, you know, flip some here and there. But you know, right now, wholesaling that's a, um, you know, that's the means for me to grow my, to grow my money, learn the market, and it's, so far it's been working out pretty good. And it is a great place to start because mm-hmm. it's it's where a lot of people start. Um, Everybody kind of started really there when they got involved in real estate. Right. Uh, so what what would you say are some of the things you've been doing once you got started to learn this business as far as uh, maybe on an, on an education front? What did you do initially to get started? Well, the very first thing that I did, and, you know, I really didn't know where to look um, because I didn't have a lot of money, you know, uh, when I got back into the real estate game. Um, I had a recommendation from my brother-in-law to, to go to Memphis Investors Group. He, you know, he um, told me that there were a lot of people there, a lot of knowledgeable, knowledgeable people, uh, and they could share some things with me. Um, so I went ahead and joined in, I want to say, February, I think. Just this past February? Yes. So I haven't been a member that long. Um, and, what, and what have you thought of the club so far as far as um, the monthly meetings and the networking and things like that? Has that, has that been a good source for you? It has. I mean, everything's been great, especially the networking. I've, I've met a lot of people, um, you know, a lot of people who've just been willing to share their knowledge with me. Um, I've actually done a couple of deals with members of Memphis Investors Group, so it, it's been great, you know, so far. Um, I, I don't have any complaints. It's, it's definitely been um, a big factor in me growing my business. Aside from uh, the local real estate club, anything else that you are doing as far as education? Or is, is there any books that you reading at the time or any other seminars you've been to or anything like that? Seminars, no. Um, books, yes. I can't remember any off the top of my head. Um, most of the books actually that I read, you know, they're um, free books off of, um, you know, Kindle, the Amazon store or, you know, different cheap books that I can, you know, just get a, a quick feel for whatever it is I need to know at the moment. Um, 
what other resources do I use? Biggerpockets.com, that's a big resource that I Love use. that website. Yes, it's a great everybody website. Should, everybody should be on biggerpockets.com. I agree. I agree. You know, whenever I talk to somebody else who's a, a wholesaler or they want to get into the business, um, especially if they're in Memphis, the first two things that I recommend, Memphis Investors Group and Bigger Pockets. Same thing. Mm-hmm. What about any coaching? Coaching. Um, of course, you know, I think it was back in March, I took your coaching course. And how was that? It was great. Um, you know, I, I think it gave me all the tools that I needed to go ahead and get started um, well, and, within and, a couple of days. And and, and I and that's and, I, and I'm very glad to hear that. And and, and also, you know, that it sounds like you're you know when you and I met for the coach, and you kind of already came into it with a little bit of a what do you want to say a little bit of a leg up because you're a little bit mm-hmm. familiar. You've owned property before, right? So maybe it just kind of maybe helped fine tune a few things. It did, um, and you know, I, I really didn't even know about wholesaling at first until I you know joined. Um, Memphis Investors Group and took the coaching course with you, um, but I mean, you know, it's it's not a difficult um, job. It does take work, but you know, it's I think it's something anybody could do. Well, and, and you know, that's the thing. It's anybody can do it. I, I think that, and maybe you may agree on this. It's it's what are people going to do when the going gets tough and right. they're and they're, and they're not having the level of success or there's nothing going on. Uh, what is it that's going to keep them? To keep on keeping on, right? Correct. Uh, so, that, I mean, I think that's a thing that separates from the people who, who do make it and are successful and the ones that kind of quit and give up early. Right, I agree. Um, now, you've been doing this for a little while. Uh, do you have a website? I do. Um, and I actually just launched my second website. Um, I thought it would be good to have two. Uh, the first is www.hayesinvestmentdeals.com, all and, one word. And what's that site for? That site is for um, my real estate buyers, anybody who is looking to you know, buy under undervalued real estate property or um, properties that are discounted from the market value. Um, I try to keep all of my prices as competitive as I can so they can move quick. Um, you know, I put the pictures up, videos, anything, you know, pertaining to the property. So that's, where, that's where you're advertising the homes for sale. Correct. Mm-hmm. Now, what's your second site that I haven't heard about yet? Right. The second site, and I just launched it maybe four or five days ago. That is www.memphis10cashbuy.com. And that's for anybody who's looking to sell a house. Fantastic. Mm-hmm. Now, now, obviously, that new site is so brand new, you maybe haven't been able to gauge the level of success from it because it's so right, new right. but on your on your first site has it been something that has helped your business and the reason why I asked that question because a lot of people who, who get started in wholesaling uh, traditionally don't have a website how right. how has the how has this been different from what a lot of people would naturally think um it's definitely given me an online presence um you know the the deal that I have now that's from um, well, it's going to be sold to an investor who's in Australia, and he just found me, you know, through my site, which I have no idea, you know, how he got to that point. But you know, he found the site. Um, he liked the deal that I had up, and I mean, it's just it's it's giving me a a nice online presence. You know, it's, it's making me more accessible. Um, you know, for an investor who is not here locally in Memphis, they can go online, um, do a video walkthrough, see all the pictures, get the numbers, and. It's, you know, it's been a great help. So for you, in this example that you just gave, if you didn't have your website, you wouldn't have this buyer? Probably not. Um, I wouldn't. <laughs> no. <laughs> yeah, I mean, that's good. That's good. Like I say, a lot of people don't typically start out with a website. But right. why, why did you feel it was important to 
get a website going from the get-go? You know, that, that came along with the coaching, I guess, uh, with you. Um, as far as building your brand, you know, I'm trying to build my brand, you know, um, just a, it's more professional. Um, it's, it's a better presentation of what you're doing. Uh, you know, and you have that, that online presence, you, you build your brand, and people tend to trust you more. You know, they want to do deals with you. They see that you're professional. And I, and mm-hmm. I couldn't agree anymore because it, cause, uh, yeah, I think that it's the people that, that kind of take that extra step, that go that extra mile. Uh, those are the things that are going to kind of set you apart from the other people that are wanting to do this as well. So right. it's, it's, it's basically it's like marketing 101 kind of what are you going to do to set yourself apart right. from, from the guy who started last week because what is the difference, right? And if you have a website right. and people are finding you online and you've you've spent a, f- a few dollars out of your pocket to invest in your business, right, right. You're mm-hmm. basically you're investing in your business is what you're doing, and a lot of people won't do that. Correct. Mm-hmm. Oh man, that's fantastic to hear. <laughs> now, what? How many deals would you say? And I don't know if you know the number or not, but I mean, how, how many deals maybe on average are you doing, maybe on a monthly basis or? Or anything like that. What 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 kind of activity have you been dealing with? Well, I'm still pretty new in the business. Um, I'm actually just now going on to my fourth month as a real estate wholesaler. Okay. And I've successfully com- completed two deals so far, and I have one that is pending. So that's um, three deals within fourth months. Four, four months. So you're almost on on what you could kind of say one deal per month is kind of where you've been so far. That sounds about right. About one deal deal a month. Start just getting started, starting out. That I mean, that's fantastic. Thanks. <laughs> I mean, I think that's great. And uh, I know that before we started the interview, I was kind of asking you, what's the rest of your week right. looking like? Tell me about what the rest. You know, not just me, but tell the people who are going to listen to this what the rest of your week looks like. Cause right now it's Monday morning at 9.45 in the morning. Right, right. What do you got going on, not just for the rest of the day, but for the rest of the week? Uh, well, you know, I just put out some bandit signs um, the middle of last week, so I've, I've had a lot of calls from that. I have two houses that I need to go and see today. I think one tomorrow and one Wednesday. So that's, that's so you've got four four, you've got you've got for sure four appointments right. so far to look at houses. Correct. Man, that's fantastic. Mm-hmm. And it's like I try to tell people, man, you know, band designs work. They do. I saw, um, and, 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 we'll, and, we'll, and I'm going to ask you a little bit more about that later here, but that's that's good to, good to hear. Um, what would you say were some of your struggles that you faced, maybe from a standpoint of struggles you faced at the beginning, right. maybe compared to what your struggles look like now? What were some of the struggles in the beginning? In the beginning, which is probably probably a struggle that a lot of wholesalers have, finding buyers. Um, the first deal that I had, I think I may have had eight or nine buyers, and most of those came from you know recommend, recommendations from you. Um, so I really thought I was set. It was you know the house was nice. Uh, it was it was a pretty good deal, and I sent it around to everybody who was on my list, and I got nothing from it. So. I mean, that was a struggle. So what I had to do was I actually had to go out and, you know, uh, do research on the area. I made phone calls. Um, I put the um, I put the house online. I used Craigslist, my website. Um, and I actually sent out some some direct mail to, to different investors in the area who I saw were, you know, <clears throat> buying houses around the same price. So um, it took 
a while, but I got it sold. So, I mean, that's the good thing about that one. So, in the beginning, I guess, I guess it, you would say getting buyers. Having a, a limited buyers list was a, a struggle for you in the, to get started. You said, how is that a struggle? No, it was your struggle, right, having right, limited was. buyers. Right, limited buyers. Mm-hmm. What, what are some of the struggles maybe you are facing now? Um, now, maybe finding the best deals. Um, you know, there, there's a lot of competition in some of the better areas, um, maybe like Whitehaven and um, East Memphis, some of those better zip codes, 38116, 38141125. Um, so what I've done... I've actually started marketing for buyers who, you know, want some of the houses in the less desirable neighborhoods, I guess you could say, um, because, you know, there, there are buyers for, you know, places all over Memphis. So um, along with the, the buyers who buy in some of those better neighborhoods, you know, I market for buyers who, um, you know, buy in some of the lower grade neighborhoods now, mm-hmm. too. So, um, yeah, and that's where I'm at right now, you know, just just. Looking for more buyers. The list is growing every week. Um, you know, I add a couple of buyers every week. You know, people call me and try to see what I have and just try to get them on, get them on the list as a buyer. So what happens then is, is you get new buyers, you're growing your buyers list, and you get a new property, you right. put it on your website, and then you probably send out some type of e-blast to your buyers list, directing right. them to your site to see the new property, right? Right. Mm-hmm. That's fantastic. I mean, that's exactly what you should be doing. Uh, what... Would you would you say that you're happy with where you're currently at, or or did you think, or were you hoping that you would be further along? Call it four months in. Four months in, I'm I'm very happy because I've I've heard you know different stories from other wholesalers who, you know, they say that they have a um, a contract that they're holding, you know, for a, a long time and they never get it sold, or you know, contractors who've been in the uh, not contractors, I'm sorry, wholesalers who've been in the business for, um, you know three or four months just like me, but they haven't done any deals yet. So, um, you know, for me to have two under my belt and hopefully one closing pretty soon, I, you know, I feel pretty good about that. Now, I want to, uh, before we kind of move on a little bit, I want to talk about the one deal that you and I actually just did right. the mm-hmm. other day. Because if, if, you, if you recall back when we were doing, the, when you did the coaching with me, the one-on-one coaching, mm-hmm. one of the things I always try to help uh, new people like yourself when we get started is to try to maybe come up with a a handful of what would be considered top cash buyers right, that right. you could look at. And, you know, I always ask the courtesy that, you know, hey, if you wouldn't mind, you know, give me a call if you get a deal, it might work out. So mm-hmm. you gave me a call probably three weeks ago, three, four weeks ago on right. a house down in Whitehaven. Mm-hmm. Now, how did you find that house? That house, um, it actually came to me, the, the seller saw one of my, my bandit signs, so she, she went ahead and gave me a call. Okay, so, and, and just just so the listeners out there understand, this was a really nice three-bedroom, two-bathroom brick home with covered parking down there in the Whitehaven area off of East Rains Road, kind of close to the airport, but uh, the home was very, very nice. So when you called me with it and, and kind of gave me a price, mm-hmm. uh, I said I needed to get inside to check it out, right? Right. And I met you down there. And we got inside, and how did how did you how did that whole process go? Because that was a little bit of a different process than what I'm normally used to doing. Uh, talk about what happened when we got there. Right. So the uh, the seller she gave me a call, and I, I made an appointment to go out and see it the the next day. And you know, I figured that it would probably be one that you were in, interested in. So I, I gave you a call. Um, you know, just just to kind of you know see what your reaction was about the property, how you felt about it, and. Uh, you went ahead and told me, you know, if it, if it's if it can work, if the numbers work, you know, let me know what we can do. Um, I like to come out and see it. So 
I went out and saw the house first, saw that it, it really didn't need that much work, gave you a call, you came out, and um, you know it was a done deal. Absolutely. Now, what, what was interesting about about that particular property was is when we got there, we uh, you kind of had a price for me that I could purchase it at right. before I got there. But then when we got there, it actually changed right. completely because now the owner of the home <laughs> wanted more money. Right, she did. She wanted more money. So we basically had to go back to the negotiating drawing board, as you may call it. And uh, right. we ended up coming. It's kind of funny because we ended up sitting on the porch with her there for a while, just kind of hanging out, <laughs> shooting the breeze. Right. and. Uh, the whole time I'm trying to come up with a way to, you know, make sure that everybody's happy and taken care of so that we can get this deal. And, you know, lo and behold, we came up with the solution. She was happy. We closed it within about three weeks and right. you got paid the very same day that it closed. Right. So that, uh, I mean, it, and I hope that the new people out there listening to this understand that, you know, this is possible and it can be done. And, uh, you know, Michael's a perfect example of someone who's been in this for, four months and he's already completing on average one deal a month and with the type of activity you've got i mean you're probably going to move that up to like two or three any time here um (laughs) what would you say some of the strategies are that you're doing to either find buyers or sellers and i know that you just kind of mentioned uh bandit signs a minute ago and i know a Mm -hmm. lot of people do that i think one of the reasons why people are not successful at bandit signs are for two reasons one they either put them in the wrong areas right or they're not staying on top of it, meaning you can't just put out a bandit sign and expect that it's going to stay there forever. I mean, that sign's going to right. disappear at some point. Right. So um, aside from maybe bandit signs, are you, is there anything else you're doing right now? Yeah, you know, I, 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 try, to hit, I try to hit the market from all angles. I use the bandit signs. Um, I use direct mail. You know, I will use um, yellowletters.com. That, that's mm-hmm. a good website that you gave me. But at the same time, you know, if I see a house that's, you know, maybe abandoned or distressed, I'll go ahead and um, try to find the owner's information and write them a letter myself so we can get to them, you know, next day. Um, online, um, I try to use Craigslist, uh, my website, Facebook, Instagram, you know, most of the, the big social medias I'm on there. Sure, So, sure. I mean, I'm, you know, if, if I have any downtime, you know, I'm advertising for sellers or, you know, trying to find buyers online or, you know, just however. Now, now, obviously, you're you're in summer break. Like you said, you're a teacher. You're in summer break. So as of right now, real estate investing has kind of taken over as like your full-time right. deal. Um, maybe for uh, just the listeners out there to kind of understand what type of time commitment you're investing into your business. Mm-hmm. When when school's in, right? let me guess. You go to school from on. You're, you're, you're busy from the, from the professional day from, let's just call it, 7 o'clock in the morning until right. easily, what, 3 o'clock? Correct. Mm-hmm. Easily three. So after you've just worked a full day at school dealing with whiny little kid, no, I'm kidding. Just after you worked a full day, seven to three, dealing with children all day. Right. Now you just got off work. Now what? What? What's What's a typical schedule look like after that? Like, what are you doing in your real estate career after that? Well, in my real estate career, it, it starts. You know, even before that, um, I'm up maybe by. Five o'clock, you know, trying to go out and put out a few bandit signs, you know, ten to fifteen, maybe twenty. On your way, on your way to work, right? On my way to work, uh, you know, I try to spend um, an hour. You know, whenever I have, you know, extra signs, you know, I need to get them out. Um, I'll put some out before work, or you know, direct mail. I'm, you know, writing letters to different investment companies. Um, You know, just making the most out of my time, and then you know, after work, I'm, I'm back at it. I'm either advertising, going to see properties. 
um, driving for dollars. Uh, finding, have you done that yet? I have. Mm-hmm. And you called the for sale by owner sign? I have. That was actually, you know, I did that on my first deal. And I've done it on a couple more. Those didn't actually close. But, you know, I, I, I try to make it a habit whenever I see a do you for feel, sale by owner do you, sign. Do you feel better? Is, is it more comfortable and confident talking to them now, kind of using that call script that we had? It is. Um, and, again, I use the call script. But now, it, you know, it kind of flows a, a little more naturally. So Absolutely. I can, yeah, just give them a call. And, and you've, uh, you know, I'm sure you probably tweaked it a little bit. Right, to, tweaked it a little bit. Um, you know, it's like a natural conversation now. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. That's great to hear. So basically, you, uh, you're you doing real estate bef- early in the morning before you go to your normal right. job. You do your normal job, and then when you get off, you go right back at it. I go right back at it. You know, even if I'm at home on the couch uh, with the TV on, I, you know, I have my laptop in my in my lap, writing letters, uh, advertising online, just, you know, just trying to make the most out of my time. You know, I, even at my point where I'm at, I still look at Craigslist every single night because right. I just never sure if I'm going to find a deal or not. I just <laughs> it's just a habit. I'm I'm looking at the same thing also right, all right. the time. Um, what would you know? And we're kind of wrapping this up here. What what would you say to you know people that are new or just getting started mm-hmm. who might listen to this? Uh, what, what would you offer maybe as like a like suggestions as far as what they should do or, or, or any kind of general word, what would you say to the new person getting started? I, I would say, you know, learn the basics. Um, but from there, you, you know, take off, you know, just learn as you go. Um, I still don't know everything, but, you know, I, I feel like, you know, uh, I'm still pretty successful, you know, just the steps that I've made so far. You know, when I don't know something, I learn as I go. I might call you or ask my sister, get online, just find the answer. Um, Should they join the local real estate club? Do that too. Um, network, um, find people who, who've been doing it for a while. Um, like I said, do it, learn while you go. Um, you know, even after the coaching class with you, I, I jumped into the business, you know, within a few days. I was ready to go. So, Cause I, th- I think right after uh, you com- you completed the coaching with me, I want to say you're you're – was it right after that that your website kind of came up shortly after that, or was it in place already? I don't remember. It was maybe within two or three days. Yeah. yeah I started working fast. <laughs> <laughs> I remember that. Well, listen, I appreciate your time coming in today. I know that you've got a lot of deals to go look at. Uh, any final thoughts? Um, see, final thoughts. If you are looking to get into real estate wholesale um, and you're in Memphis, I, I would definitely say join Memphis Investors Group. It's a, a great network. Um, and find Kurt. I mean, he, he gives a great class. Um, I've benefited from it definitely. And I guess that's it. <laughs> if somebody wants to check out your website online, give us that website address one more time. Okay, the first website is www.hayesinvestmentdeals.com. That's all one word. And the second one is www.memphis10, that's T-N, cashbuy.com. Well, listen, I really appreciate your time today. Thank you again for coming in, and hopefully we will do many more deals in the future. All right, thanks. Take care. Well, that concludes this episode of Investor Talk Radio. Until next time, we'll see you later. 
This show was produced by Kurt Davis and KurtDavisOnline.com. All rights reserved. To reach Kurt Davis, you can find him on the web at www.KurtDavisOnline.com or email him at Kurt at KurtDavisOnline.com. Everything you heard on this show should not be taken as personal or professional advice. You should conduct your own due diligence. Opinions or comments of our guests are their own and do not necessarily reflect the opinion of Kurt Davis or KurtDavisOnline.com. 